0: Welcome in. Thanks so much for joining me. Today I'd like to share a few thoughts on nurturing healthy relationships from a Buddhist perspective. For me, I don't know about you, relationships are everything. I'm not sure if we can ever not be in relationship, meaning we're always in relationship to something, be it our internal experiences of thoughts and emotions, sensations, our bodies, those around us, um, obviously our close ones, our loved ones, our families. And so even if we're in isolation, we're still in relationship to ourself. So I'd like to share a few ideas on nurturing healthy relationships, a few key practices that have been really transformational for me in my relationships in life. And I'd like to hear your ideas uh, in the comments if you'd like to let me know Any insights you've had into this, what works for you, I'd love to hear that. So please feel free to reach out anytime. So first, I'd like to point out how key harmony is in our own happiness. With harmony, we feel at ease, we feel at peace. When there's disharmony, we feel tension, we feel anxiety, we feel stress. Obviously, this can be felt most in our intimate relationships, um, to our romantic partners, our families, those close to us, or maybe those we work with, but I haven't met anyone who wants to be miserable in their life, and so I feel it's incredibly important that we put some reflection, time, and energy into nurturing healthy relationships. With that said, I'm not actually sure that there is an absolute healthy relationship. And what I mean by that is I view nurturing healthy relationship more as an ebb and flow. Um, I'm not sure I've ever experienced a, you know, permanent, you know, always smiling kind of, you know, TV movie of the week kind of healthy relationship. And actually, I don't know if I really want to. And I know that can sound a little strange, but for me, it's those edges in my life. It's those points of connection with myself or um, others around me that I learn. And often I learn from challenging experience. And if everything is always comfortable and going well, I tend to not learn and I tend to not grow. So even if an absolute healthy relationship was achievable, I'm not sure it would be good for us. And maybe I can speak for me and just say, I'm not sure it'd be good for me. So what is achievable? What is possible? Obviously, we can put energy into harmony in our life. We can put energy into curiosity, openness, patience, and understanding with what helps us to thrive and helps others to thrive around us and what doesn't. And I think this is really important because this is coming from What I believe is our natural capacity of compassion as a human being. And we can also grow that natural capacity. And so what I mean by ebb and flow is when we're not looking for a perfect relationship, we're going to start to be more interested in attuning to others around us, attuning to our own internal experience of thoughts and emotions. And we're going to approach that with more curiosity we're going to be able to approach that with more openness rather than some fixed idea that we need to hit some goal that needs to look a certain way. So for me, nurturing healthy relationships is actually a practice, not a goal. So there's a few key Buddhist philosophies that really help me in my reflection and work on this. And probably the two most important ones are impermanence and interdependence. So impermanence just means that everything is in the nature of change. Ourselves, our close ones, our families, the world around us. Everything is changing all the time. And when we reflect on this in a positive way, we can recognize that one moment that may have been you know, unharmonious, can shift into one that's harmonious. And also one that was harmonious is not going to stay that way all the time. And so we learn to stay open. We learn to stay attentive. We learn to listen deeply to any given situation, a person or our own internal thoughts and emotions. And so when we live with impermanence, when we reflect on impermanence, when we bring it into... um yeah, our our curiosity or, or reflection on our own relationships in our life, we start to allow movement. There doesn't have to be this kind of fixed idea of what something is. Someone can change. We can change. And we allow for that to happen. Another key Buddhist teaching that has been helpful for me in nurturing healthy relationships is interdependence. Interdependence is the teaching that everything depends on something else. Everything is in relation to something else. And so when we're able to reflect and implement an attitude of interdependence, we're able to see that, that everything is in relation to something else. There's cause, there's effect. And when interdependence is at play, which from a Buddhist perspective, it always is, and we're able to, again, just as We talked about a moment ago with impermanence, we're able to flow more. We're able to allow more fluidity in our relationships and in our life. So interdependence is a big one. So bringing interdependence and impermanence into some practical tools, how do we practice with these? And there's three things that I try to implement on a daily basis throughout the day as much as I can that have really helped me in relating to interdependence and impermanence outside of just an idea or a Buddhist philosophy. And these three are a practice of curiosity, openness, and compassion. Curiosity, openness, and compassion usually happen for me in that order. As when I'm able to open up to a more curious introspection into any given situation, my own thoughts, emotions, just whatever is happening around me, there's more questions than answers. There's more interest in hey, what is the actual reality here than in my own limiting judgments and limiting beliefs? And from there, that leads to a sense of openness, a sense of play in a given situation. From there, a sense of natural compassion can arise because we start to see into the depths of what a situation is. And every situation has a bitterness and a sweetness. And when we apply compassion, at least from the Buddhist sense, uh, maybe with this Working definition that compassion is the wish or aspiration that ourselves and others be free from suffering and its causes. So when we're able to apply that, we start to activate a very deep well of compassion and action. And so it's not just that we leave ourselves in curiosity and openness from curiosity and openness, compassion can start to arise towards whoever we're engaging with in any moment, our own thoughts and emotions, which is really important. And then there's a softness that can develop. There's a willingness to work with a situation. And when we're able to work with a given situation with curiosity, openness, and compassion, we're going to foster more harmony because we're going to be more attuned to reality. So this leads me to the last thing I want to talk about, which is attunement. This is another way to think of the whole thing, which is what's it like to... Instead of trying to assert our own judgments, beliefs, or, you know, be led around by our own destructive emotion, whether that be anger or jealousy or, mm, you know, this thought like, what about me? You know, or it's all about me. Instead of being led around by that, what if we choose or we practice attuning to a situation more? So, again, for me, curiosity, some open questions. um, openness and compassion to help me to attune more, but we can also just try to attune, you know, try to notice what's arising through awareness and mindfulness. Try to notice, okay, these are my judgments that are arising right now. These are my thoughts. These are my emotions. And what else is going on around me? What are the sounds uh, around me? What am I hearing? What's this other person trying to tell me, right? And so we start to attune maybe more to how reality is actually playing out in any given moment, as opposed to our judgments, ideas, beliefs, and thoughts, which often are projecting a lot. So attunement can be a very powerful tool uh, for nurturing healthy relationships. So these are just a few thoughts I wanted to share with you today. I hope these are helpful. Let me know in the comments what works for you. If you have some other practices or ideas or uh, techniques you like to apply to nurturing healthy relationships, let me know. Feel free to reach out through my website at scotttusa.com, or if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment here. Thanks so much. Wishing you all the best.